Accidental Fuel, the podcast that focuses on what no one else is talking about. Mistakes. The dental world is full of before and afters, and no one is talking about the middle. Dental Fuel brings you the unspoken in between. Dental Fuel is brought to you by Doctors Disability Specialists, a team dedicated to helping dentists and physicians with disability insurance, life insurance, and comprehensive business planning. From owning a practice to now working on her own, Dr. Johnson talks about team mistakes that she's made and how she won't make those mistakes again. Let's tune in. What does your team look like now? So my team is fascinating because it's me, myself, and I. Ah, beautiful Not team. Always, but, but, well, there are pros and cons to that, right? So going through the pandemic without having a large team was mm-hmm. like huge, mm-hmm. right? I mean, great. Because I watch all of my yeah, friends and struggle. colleagues struggling with like hygienists and, and things like that. Now, I do have an assortment of assistants whenever I'm doing larger cases or need help where, you know, they will come in and help me. But really it is me, myself, and I. Wow. Yeah. So then you also start to realize that I hate talking on the phone so do you set up yeah. all your appointments and everything i do everything really literally so like i tend to tend to do a lot with text or you can actually online schedule with me cool. and then i'll confirm it right yeah. um for Maybe like new technology. patients and things like that so sure. it's amazing how that can help um but it's it's kind of cool because I call all of my patients, right? Mm-hmm. Like I have a conversation with them. So it's even like a pre-pre-screening. So I get to know them, what their needs are. I can schedule appropriately. I know if it's going to be a limited exam because we have to be problem focused on something. I know if they're going to need a ton of work. I know if they've been regular in their care. Um, so, yeah. yeah. And then I'm my own <laughs> hygienist right now, which wow. is really interesting too because um, – Hygienists are amazing support folks, right? I, yeah. I love my hygienist. And so I'm on my side of my mind thinking, really, a hygienist might even do this better, but patients really connect to the time that they have with me. So then yeah. my patient acceptance is like really, really high, mm-hmm. you know, and they like it. That's cool. Go figure, right? Yeah. Um, well, it's yeah. a great way to watch a, a patient's perio status as well. Oh, it's huge. And I I do salivary diagnostics cool. and things nice. like that and, you know, use adjunct therapies to, to help. And so I have a lot of folks who came to me with significant perio that we've stabilized. So teeth That's that so cool. other folks are like, yeah, these need to go. Let's get them out. And I'm like... Do we really want to do that? Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure, you know, uh, placing implants and folks with poor periodontal health, those implants don't last as long. Right. And I know we were talking about this on another case that had come through, right? This was all chatting and it's kind of like, all right, implants, do they last forever? No, they have a high survival rate, but the success rate right. is actually considerably less when you start looking at studies. So yeah, you might have an implant in there, but it might be pussy and oozy and, <laughs> yeah. and all those like good things, you know, pussy's not good. Um, but you know, like if you can keep a natural tooth and you can help people get to health, what better, like, yeah, outcome could you have? You're your own assistant as well. I am, uh, and you, some days I'd like to fire myself. Oh uh, yeah, um, I'm I'm the worst assistant. So I use a dry shield. Okay, which is amazing. Yeah, I use rubber dam. Yep, which I'm is amazing. Rub, I'm a rubber dam fan. Right. I mean. A lot of people don't want to do it or deal with it, mm-hmm. but it really, it elevates your dentistry, it keeps your patients safer and you deliver better care. Yeah. So, um, that, that's a whole nother. Oh, I, I, could, oh, I, could talk about rubber right. I love my rubber dams <laughs> and, and my it dry protect, shields. Protects the airway, keeps the tongue oh, out does. of the way. I mean, dry, I mean, 
dry shields are great as yeah. well too. But man, that rubber dam, I just hated it in dental school. Did everything I could to right. not use it. Right. Which is where people leave and then they're like, oh, I can just use cotton rolls in my system. Exactly. Um, and honestly, yeah, I don't know. I wish people would have been more forceful on me in dental school, but now I use it and I love it. Yeah. I don't see myself doing it any other way. My assistants love it as well, too. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the procedures go so much more smoothly, mm-hmm. um, and, and it's it's just better. Um, so rely on that. Um, it's been really interesting because when you're talking about, like, operating procedures and becoming more efficient, like, I now really understand, like, really, really understand what my assistants have to go through. Um you know, setting up. And so it's like a lot of thought mm-hmm. process has had to go into yeah. it. So like my documentation of like your, your standard operating procedures, clinical operating procedures has definitely improved for the day when I might have more than one chair, if I mm-hmm. elect to buy the practice that I'm mm-hmm. in now when he's ready to sell. Oh, okay. Or if I do a scratch start and okay. take my patients that I've built yeah. and then, you know, go to a place that I then create. So I want to circle back on that thought here in a little bit, but when you were in your own practice in Florida, you had a team there. I did. Um, we had. I had four chairs. I had a um, front office person, one hygienist, and one dental assistant. So, what mistakes did you make with your team? Making sure everybody was on the same page. Um, you know, I think not having a clear vision initially, just kind of stumbling through things. Um, they didn't really know who I was initially. Um, and I did buy my practice younger, um, and it was a transition where there was no transition. Literally, like we signed the papers, the doctor was gone. I was wow. in the next day. Like we weren't there together yeah. at all ever. Which there is was more no like handoff. Now. Yeah, it is. And I mean, that's that can be good or bad, but you know, the staff really didn't know. So they were told like the day after or the day that we signed the papers. So like the day next day, like here's the new boss. Um, so I think setting up like your vision ahead of time, where you want the practice to be was huge. And then making sure that the people who are on the team were ready. Mm. Um, and that took me a little bit to really establish and define. Um, and I actually took my team out at that point and we went out to sailing and I took them to a little Island where I had lunch. Um, and I had made, we had made these little beads together and I literally like gave them my vision. I drew a line in the sand and I said, I need for you to follow me, but if you can't, it's okay. Mm-hmm. This is where I'm going, and I need you to believe in it, and I need you to support it. And we can separate now, or you can come along this journey with me. And then I just went over there and sat on the other side of the sand and waited for people to come. Wow. And they would pick up like the little words that resonated with them, and we created a necklace. And thankfully, they came with me. That's and we had a really great cool. time. But I was like, what if they, none of them come? <laughs> You're sitting on the beach by yourself. Me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was also interesting because, again, I was being, I was younger at that point, so I came in, and you know, folks were like, "Well, when's the doctor gonna come in?" And I'm like, "I, I am the doctor." You know, mm, like, yeah. come on, everybody can relate to that when you're younger. For sure. So I, like, so you that. had to like get over that part because mm-hmm. everybody in the office was much older mm-hmm. than me. Um, so yeah, I would say that was probably some of the biggest issues. What would you do differently if you were to build a team now or if you are to in the next few years? Yeah, so I'm really crystal clear on my vision. And I think having everything written down, Mm -hmm. um, the expectations of those job positions, um, and then just creating a culture of I wouldn't expect them to do anything I wouldn't do for myself. Um, Again, one of my mentors, Glenn DuPont, he said, you know, you set the new standard when you walk by a mistake. So I think you have to be very disciplined in yourself to make sure 
You don't allow things. Like if you say, yeah, that impression's good enough, new standard, right? Like you don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So you have to hold yourself to your vision um, and your team, but do it in a positive way. So mm-hmm. for me, yeah, just having things more clearly defined and then having more discipline within myself, which definitely has improved. Be sure to tune in next week where Dr. Johnson will talk about her future and advice that she has for dentists. Be sure to connect with Dr. Johnson on Instagram at SuperSmileyChick and with Ignite DDS at IgniteDDS. You can find me on Instagram at tsmyestas.dds. And while you're there, be sure to check out our sponsor, Doctor's Disability Specialist.